This intro story was actually brought to me by friend of the show, Liv, from Between Two Gamers. Go check out Between Two Gamers on all podcasting platforms. They're excellent. And this article comes out of the New York Post and was written by Ben Cost. A Monopoly match in Belgium turned into a bloodbath and not in the figurative board game sense after a perturbed neighbour confronted the players with a samurai sword. The fracas occurred around 5am April 2nd while a group of four gamers was playing the classic strategy game outside on the sidewalk in Forest, Brussels, according to local outlet La Libre. The noise Mm. reportedly awoke the neighbours who came outside brandishing a stick at the rowdy players who may have been homeless, according to France's Midi Libre. This resulted in a heated altercation, which escalated after the neighbor's son emerged from the residence with a katana, a curved oh. sword traditionally used by the samurai in feudal in feudal Japan. The son it should only be used a, by the samurai. <laughs> the son got into a tussle with one of the players who tried to grab the katana and remove the holster, police said, per La Libre. When the son holster. tried to get it back. The scabbard became damaged and exposed the blade, slicing them both inside a reporter. Both men were transported to the hospital with serious injuries, although the Monopoly player was discharged the next day. Meanwhile, the son, who sustained a deep artery cut during the scuffle, remains at the facility in critical condition, the Daily Mail reported. Wow, everyone was covering this wild story. This isn't the first time someone has attacked with a samurai sword in modern times. Dazza, have you ever felt the need in a hated game of Monopoly to get your katana out and start slicing? No, but, you know, never, ever, <laughs> ever. And, and why? Well, that makes That's one why. of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You're just like, you'd be, it's an ancient historical weapon. And so why would you be reaching for that? You know, the likelihood of you actually stabbing yourself or cutting your own fingers is just going to be like a metaphor for everything, you know. Just don't touch or get those weapons, you know. If you haven't done the proper sword training or anything like that, buying it is the easiest part. Hundreds of years of practice is what is required to be good with your katana. And this is a fundamental truth in this story is you're an idiot. You don't go. <laughs> the easiest thing is you could buy a gun. You could buy a sword. That's the easy part. Then you just like do stupid stuff like this. <laughs> Idiots. Oh, what's the saying? If you if you buy a hammer, then you're looking for a nail or so, I don't know something, something like, like that. that. Mm. Exactly. I mean, you, you could buy the tools, but you know, it's the skill that you're paying for. You know, these guys obviously were missing it. But they're playing with the. The bit that tried to pull it apart, the son had an altercation and they both ended up stabbing each other. I mean, if that's not natural justice, I don't know what it is. So you can see the old samurai god from Japan going, ah, you'll take many years, but five seconds to hurt yourselves. Mm. You idiots. <laughs> now, I know nuts. I've made this joke before, but Anthony, you are my housemate. So you're you're the resident mm. weeb here. Can, can you relate a little uh, yes. bit more to this, you know? <laughs> Uh, not really. Um, mainly because <laughs> uh, uh, here's the thing: as as a weeb, um, yeah, I, I have been one of those guys who's like, I want to buy the cool anime sword from Naruto. Yeah, like, but obviously, my parents have some self preservation of my life, and were like, no. 
<laughs> don't do that. Um, so I've never like owned one of these swords. A hundred percent. I reckon if there's a image attached to this article, it's gonna be from fucking Demon Slayer or some shit. And this yeah. is clearly like <laughs> this twenty. Let's assume twenty twenty something year olds run out like like oh and like waving it around and no idea what they're doing. So when yeah, the person's just pulled the sheath or the scabbard <laughs> off the sword. Of course, someone's gonna get fucking cut. This moron's probably just waving it around, just like oh, like, no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Um, I'm just surprised that it wasn't one of the players that pulled out the samurai sword in this case, because surely that's the real, surely that's the real problem. If they're making that much noise, one of these, one of these players must have really wanted to, like, attack the other one, I reckon. <laughs> no, no, look, uh, the real problem here here is there needs to be control of dangerous items like these. No one should be able mm. to buy Monopoly and then just mm. go and play it on the street without expecting people to get yeah. hurt. <laughs> uh, that, that, that is also weird too I guess it's not uncommon to play Monopoly just outside but I don't know like is that something to do is like alright gang let's set up a lovely picnic have a nice spread of cheeses and biscuits and uh, Monopoly at the end fuck it Look, why not I'm gonna, I'm gonna start petitioning the politicians to put a three day waiting period before you're allowed to purchase a, a copy of Monopoly um, that is either digitally or all the, 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 the cardboard game um, this needs to happen or more people are going to get hurt. <laughs> Humans are stupid. More people are going to get hurt. <laughs> Hello! Welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. My name is Zach and I'm here with my co-host, you, 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 well, you're basically the co-host now at this point, yep. the wonderful podcaster from What Do You Think About This and my housemate, Anthony. Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well, Zach. Yes, um, as I think I mentioned to you off-pod, the joke about me taking over as co-host is just becoming a bit too real, I think. <laughs> a, bit, a bit too real, this, this joke that I've been making. All you had to do to get more slots on the show was move in with me, so I hope, mm. I hope you feel like it was worth it for you. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> it's definitely not the other way around with me begging you to come on the show when Lockie can't make it on. <laughs> It really isn't. It was just funny. You approached me the other morning and I was like, I know, I know what you're going to ask me already. <laughs> you just straddle on up like, hey, Anthony. And I'm like, oh, no. It's like, yeah, when ask. I come walking up with that swagger, you know what's yeah. about to go down. Um, yeah, Lockie, Lockie went down this week. He's just, he's, he's got a lot going on. So he's taking a break this weekend, but he will be back on the show next week. All fingers and toes crossed for that one now i have to mention at the top of the show i'm feeling a little bit under the weather <laughs> so if if i'm not on my game or i'm not making sense or any of the above it's that 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 is why i've got some kind of fucking flu symptoms haven't done a covid test i don't fucking know i, sh I should do a rat test but 
I'm just going to push through. I've had one gin and tonic and I'm, I'm starting the second one and I'm hoping <laughs> that the little bit of drunkness plus the coffee plus the water to keep me hydrated is going to get me through this episode and then I can feel like shit later on. But the other thing that's getting me through this episode that's keeping me going that still has me sitting here in front of the microphone is that we have a fantastic returning guest, Dazza. Hey. Welcome back, mate. How's it going? It's fantastic. I'm glad to be back. I'm actually yeah. really happy to see Anthony. He's a much better looking person than the other one. <laughs> oh, hey. oh, burn Lockie. Ooh, love so it. Oh, look, if Lockie doesn't turn up, I mean, I'm just going to burn him. That's just that's how this game works. I'm going to see that more as a, a massive compliment for you, Anthony, because Lockie is one handsome lad that is for shizzle. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't shine a light to Anthony, you know, ah. <laughs> at all. Oh dear! Now I'm so excited to have you on, Dazza. Like people who've heard you on the show before will know that you're a massive Resident Evil fan. So mm. I'm stoked yes. to talk a little bit about that later on when we sure. get to impressions. Did, did you have anything you want to you, you want to plug at the top of the show, Dazza? Any any stuff you want to shout out? Ah, <sighs> uh, no, just uh, I've, I've still got my Steam Deck, which gets better. <laughs> it, it it's going well. I really like. That seems to be getting better and better. Mm. Uh, I've noticed they've dropped the price 10% in the US. Mm. So when it comes here, hopefully in Australia eventually, um, it's a good little device. It's it's like a little book for gamers. You know, you read a chapter or play a chapter here and there and catch up on your game. Mm. And you put me on that game Control, which I'm really and thoroughly enjoying. Oh. Well, That's- shout out to the almighty gaming Jesus, Gabe, G- Gabe Newell. Gabe That's- Newell. That's it. We love that man and his beautiful steamy deck. It is very sweet. Uh, Hopefully it comes to Australia and not too far away. And something else that's come to Australia is the most recent episode of What Do You Think About This? Anthony, tell people about it. So, Jaden and I, after another long, long hiatus, uh, recorded an episode discussing our favourite movies from 2022, uh, it's a very long podcast. I think it's our longest episode yet. I think just over three hours. Uh, that was a fun edit. But um, it's a good episode. Very fun. Very uh, loose discussion of the our favorite films from last year. And um, hopefully there will be a new episode coming out with someone on this episode on it, maybe. Who knows? Ooh. Dazza. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so confused right now. Oh, See, it always, it. It, always, it always pays off to give, you know, compliments when it's required. Mm, exactly. <laughs> now, I've, I've listened to your most recent episode. It was fantastic. It made me want to go and watch Nope immediately, which is mm. on Netflix, and I watched it, and I very much enjoyed it. So, yeah, if, if you want to get a good recap on all the best films of last year, then definitely check out the most recent episode of What Do You Think About This on all your favourite podcasting platforms now if you like what do you think about this or you like us over here at news to reviews and all our wonderful guests the best way you can help out what do you think about this and the best way you can help out news to reviews is by leaving us a rating or review or literally any podcast that you listen to if you enjoy it you want to make that person's day and thank them for the content then leave them a rating or review it's the best way to help them out get them in the ears of more people tell the great algorithm gods that you're lucky what is uh, happening. So, yeah, please, exactly. if you can, 
take it takes it's free doesn't take much time out of your day it is very much appreciated but we are going to take Indeed. a lot of time out of your day now because <laughs> we're going to get into the gaming news Oh, man, I'm coming at it with this weird, tired, sick energy. It's kind of working for me. Maybe I should. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should. It's, a, it's, a, it's a vibe. Maybe you need to drink a mother before you start. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my, my coffee here, my cafe. Mm. Uh, hopefully that'll do it. This first article comes out of Game Rant and was written by Rory Young. An indie developer is publicly documenting their fight against Monster <laughs> Energy, which filed huh. a trademark dispute over the title of the 2020 PC, PC game Dark Deception, colon, Monsters and Mortals. Monster, a Coca-Cola-owned energy drink maker, is well known for aggressively targeting video game developers with trademark disputes. These disputes have rarely gone to trial, however... Dark Deception Monsters and Mortals developer Glowstick Entertainment is planning to fight the effort from Monster Energy, though. CEO Vincent Livings has made a Twitter thread going into the details about the situation, shedding light on what Livings says is Monster Energy's effort to bully and bankrupt game studios with lengthy high dollar litigation. Living says that rather than roll over, they're going to fight Monster Energy in court to protect Dark Deception monsters and mortals. They claim, understandably, that it's absurd to imagine their game title would be confused with Monster Energy drink trademarks. Yeah, of course. What is especially interesting about the situation is that Monster Energy has offered a compromise to the indie developer over the usage of Dark Deception Monsters and Mortals. An agreement shared by Livings would allow the company to, company to use the name, but only after agreeing to some serious restrictions. Those restrictions would include never registering a trademark with the word Monster or any variation of the word or Monster Energy's other trademarks, which could theoretically uh, uh, trademarks ever again. That includes Monster Energy's M-shaped logo, which could theoretically mean Glowstick Entertainment couldn't release a game with the letter M in it again. Rather than take the agreement, Living says he wants to fight it. Even if he fails, he wants to embolden other game studios to fight trademark trolling, like what he alleges Monster Energy is doing in the future. Living's even goes so far as saying he's disappointed Ubisoft chose not to fight Monster Energy when it renamed Gods and Monsters to Immortals Phoenix Rising in 2020. He says Ubisoft's decision has only emboldened Monster Energy to target studios like Glowstick Entertainment. Monster Energy doing what they do best and doing some trademark trolling. Dazza, what are you what are your thoughts on Monster going after this indie developer here? Like just to be the devil's advocate here, I understand where Coca-Cola are coming from on this one. Um, I know it's, it's, it's freaky, but they're being given a lot of money from Monster, so they're just out to protect it. And so they've got a bag of money and a bag of lawyers, and so they're going out there. It doesn't mean that games can't have monsters in them, and you can have descriptive names of monsters in them, but it just means in the title... You may be. You need to be aware that there's monster the drink out there, and they could have a. You could have a battle on your hands. I would avoid it. I would just like rename it to something else. I wouldn't go down that track. I would just uh, probably like you know or get the agreement. I mean, no, that guy that said that he agreed, you know, but he would be told that he could never make a game again that has the name monster in it again. 
but it doesn't actually say how much money he got. So he probably got a house, he probably got a car, and he probably got a truck, you know, and he's probably very happy. <laughs> Apart from that he can never do another game that has monsters. I mean, it's money. You know? <laughs> and Coca-Cola have got a lot of money, you know. Oh, they're just going to – I would just oh. use it for what it is. I really would. Oh, oh my <laughs> – that's I, I love you, mate. That. <laughs> That's the reality. You, it's the it's the corporate reality. I mean, Money. You, you know, why would you go down? Like, you, if there's some streets that you would go down, and there's some streets you wouldn't go down, and you just go nah. But I'll go down that one because I'm going to make a bit of money. Reality. Oh my god, <laughs> that is oh, that's some black mirror shit right there. Oh. My god, that that hurts me. No, deep I mean, down I think, myself. but the thing is, the press has been going on this about a while, right? Look, Coca-Cola put a lot of money to get Monster, okay? And they have a drink called Monster. Okay. All right? Some people do take advantage of that. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, you know, some people right. will just go, I'm just going to make a drink and I'm going to call it Monster and I'm just going get, to get, get away with it. And, you know, you, you can't. And they put a lot of money to protect it. I, Anthony, I Anthony who's, who's going here? Is it me or you? Who wants to rebuke this off the bat? <laughs> You're the guest, do the honours. Okay, I'm not going to really rebuke it. I just wanted to... All I could think of in the middle of that was two things. One, do you think Mother went after the movie Mother when it came out? (laughs) Like that movie? It's like, do you think that Mother was like, hey, hey, (laughs) no, people are going to confuse your movie about weird familial shit with our energy drink. None of that, thank you. <laughs> Secondly, all I could think of with Daz's explanation was, oh, it's really fucked. It's like, do you know when Disney yeah. went after that family because they wanted to put Spider-Man on their kid's grave? And Disney yes. was like, you can't do that because we own that. And it's like, I don't like this. <laughs> so <laughs> my only, my problem is, first, I, I, I disagree, I guess, with the sentiment that, yes, People, I, yeah, I, I understand the idea of people using brands to push their own thing, but monster is a word that has existed in, like, time immemorial kind of thing. Like, Absolutely, when I think monster, yeah. I don't think the energy drink right away, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> look, I think they're going to be lucky. Yeah, look, look, mods, look this tra- if you go into trademark law, Escalator yes. was a trademark. It's not anymore because what happened? It became generic. Mm. Monster will become generic. I mean, no, this, if they go into a certain court of law, they're going to get like no, when Microsoft went into a Windows court, went into a courtroom, mm. and they had to backtrack because the judge turned around and said, "I think Windows is generic." It's the last thing that anyone wants to hear about their name. And so I, is Monster. Mm, I, I, Good luck I, to I, them. Mm, I, I can understand that, I guess, and I'll let Zach jump on next after this one, after I say my final thing. I understand that. Um, I guess my issue is it's not like styrofoam, which is a new word which a company came up with to name their product. Mm. Monster exists in the real world. Like, that is what we call werewolves, vampires, mummies, whatever. We, we call things monsters. I, it's the same thing with God and Monsters. I think God and Monster was a way better title, and I was annoyed that they didn't go with it because it just sounds better. And it'd be it to me, it'd be annoying if uh, I can't even think of another example <laughs> again apart from the Disney Spider-Man thing of just like a company being like, "Hey, 
you can't use that because people will think of us. I don't know. It, I, I don't understand that company speak, but I'll, I'll let Zach yeah. take over. Look, look, I, I apologize, Dazza, for laughing and, and carrying on, but I was just, I really, I really wasn't expecting it. But I'll be, I'll be more respectful in my response in that, like, mate, as Anthony said, the word monster has existed for a very, very, very long time. It's, it's like if I decided to create a brand just called and like the conjunctive word and and then i i i trademark that and then anyone who uses the word and in their title i i fucking sue them into the dirt like it it, it is obviously a monstrous idea hey uh if they if it was their own word as anthony said like if it was like (laughs) coca-cola you know a word that never existed until they came up with a drink then i would totally understand that or maybe if the game was literally just called monster then like just that word on its own but monster in conjunction with anything else i would argue makes it a totally different thing and the idea that it could get confused to anybody is absolutely ridiculous and it's just just typical companies being overprotective of their trademarks just like what you mentioned with disney earlier with the grave like that shit's horrific and i think anyone who like who looks at it from a perspective of not of a corporation that has the money and wants to keep the money would look at it and from a, a, a human perspective and be like, well, yeah, clearly that's fucked up. Um, they're, they're clearly in the wrong here. Um, but look, I understand it's how the system's set up. It's be- a big issue that we have is corporations do have too much power and a lot of their power is in their trademarks and their patents and things like that. So they're so, so protective over that. Um, but I don't think it's a good thing for society in general. Like, I, th- I think about what patent law did for us when c- COVID started. <laughs> like, fucking Bill Gates wouldn't allow the patent for the vaccine to go out to third world countries so he could keep making fucking money. Uh, yeah, it's... it's And then this is all... Do- this is not a conspiracy theory. This is all documented. He fought to make sure that he kept the patent for that shit. It's It's super fucked up and it values their own money and their own uh trademark over fucking people and i i, I yeah i just i, I find yeah. it, this is obviously on a far smaller scale but it's just sure. it's so ridiculous the word monster is so ubiquitous it's like windows you know what i mean like there's windows yeah. everywhere yeah, but if you're Everyone's an independent heard- game developer right there are some things that you just don't do you just go i won't fight that battle because that's not going to improve the game i'll just avoid the name that's it. Full yeah, move then, on. So it's okay for no one to ever no, use not. monster no, in the title no. for ever, ever, anything ever again, just because <laughs> some fucking corporation is a piece. Of, like I hate that. It's like an artist restricting their art. Like, can they? What's going to happen next? Are they not going to be able to call enemies monsters in the game, even though it's not in the title of the game? Like they're just going to keep uh, pushing it further and further. I, I, Zach, Zach, it's it's like who's got the most money here? Coca Cola's got more money than God, and they're going to get lawyers that are going to be like taking that money so why go for that battle name your game to a different name and move on you can put more money in research and development but to counterpoint that's kind of the problem isn't it yeah yeah, exactly yeah exactly yeah it's it is literally i understand what you're saying it's like choose like don't fight i understand but isn't that literally the equivalent of like 
I don't know, I go up to some toddler and kick his shins in and then take his toy because I'm like, fuck you, I'm bigger and have more money than you. <laughs> oh, like, look, they'll, 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 get that, they'll get that day of battle. Don't tr- trust me. But if you've got deep pockets, go ahead. But you're an independent game developer. You don't have those deep pockets. You could spend your money on better things. That's not one of them, I would think, you know, unless he's thinking that yeah. he's going to get money from Coca-Cola. And that's probably I, I think, what he was. I, I think you know? he will, because I think a judge will yeah. rule. This is fucking horseshit. Ooh, maybe, but I mean, look, courtrooms are like the lottery. Good luck, yeah. and they'll have really, really good lawyers on the other side. So, look, I would avoid it at all costs. I'm just being. Mm. I'm just bringing reality here. That's all. I mean, I don't like it. They use the name. It's not great, but no. it's they've put a lot of money on that. And they would get upset. Let's say we, the three of us, come up with a drink label and call it Monster. You, clearly, you would see that there's some problem there. Yes. And, yeah. uh, right. Okay. Now right. they've probably also registered, which you don't know. They've registered different classes in that name of Monster, which would also encompass games. They had to because others were like fighting, fighting them. It's just a lawyer's perspective. They're doing the best to protect their client. I don't I, like under, it. I'm just yeah. saying, if I was the cl- the lawyer for the independent gaming developer, I'd say, mate, you could spend your money on better things. Avoid this. And that happens. It just does. Look, I'm not arguing with it, whether or not it's a smart decision for the developer to put Monster in the title or to even go after them in court like this. I, I you, Like, it's probably not smart. Um, but, you know, I I am fully behind this dev. I'm going to follow what happens with this big time... Uh, I, I and I hope they are successful and put mm. put fucking so Coca Cola monster in their place. But if if the so current society has taught me anything, it's probably not. Um, just to sort of make this make this perspective even clearer. <laughs> so Gizmodo, <laughs> but well, this, this is an excerpt from Gizmodo on more of monsters shenanigans. So a report published this week in Automaton, a Japanese media outlet, claims that Monster Beverage Corporation has complained over trademark registrations for Pokemon X, Pokemon Y, Pokemon Sun, and Pokemon Moon over the years, as well as Monster Hunter brand and the video game Monster Hunter Generations. The mobile game Monster Strike didn't escape the Monster Beverages Corporation's all-seeing eye either. The company opposed the game's full title and its abbreviation, Monst. Yeah, you so, get the, I saw that. You get the impression we're really like in a backyard of the big boys here. Like you've got Pokemon on one side, you've got Coca-Cola on the other side. They're fighting a nasty battle that we just don't know what it's about. You know, they probably don't really like each other, I'd say. Well, look, they, they, they never actually pursued legal action with these and oh, yeah. obviously because they know they'll fail and for one of the main reasons why it was is because Monster Hunter existed before the energy drink monster ever existed. Yeah. So, so you Pokemon can't fight that too, in court. So it's like, mm. yeah. Not to mention Pokemon because they're, it's an abbreviation yeah. for pocket monsters. Monster's not even in the fucking title. Nope, nope. It's, I know, it's, <laughs> I know. I know. But, it, but, it's, oh. but it, Zach, it's like this. Here you go, $50 million, protect us. And they give that to the lawyers. It's just what happens. I don't I like it, it, any, I get like it. anyone else. It's just you give lawyers that much money, anything's on. It's on. Yeah. You know? Look, I get it, but fuck me, do I hate it. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, do you have anything left to say on this topic? Um, Let my people go. I don't know. Like, just fucking, I don't know. 
let, let the name be the name. I don't know. You're, you're Moses now? Okay. Let's, let's yes, do this. I've always been Moses. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. He's a good-looking good Moses, I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, my, my, yeah. Only thought is that, yeah, let them keep the name because fucking who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the only thing we can hope for is that I'm, I'm hoping to, out of all the three of us, is I hope the name becomes generic and a court will eventually just say, no, you can't have that. Yeah. Get some sensibility. Had... Absolutely. Now, I wonder if this dev will end up getting sued because one of the characters you can play as is quite monstrous. It's like a big shark with a fucking minigun. Mm. I'm talking about Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. The delay is now official. That's right. They're, they're, the delay is now coupled on Facebook with Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. It will now launch on the 2nd of February 2024. So the r- rumors were correct that we may not get it until next year. Uh, and this is a statement from Rocksteady. We have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for the continued support, patience and understanding. There is much more to share in the months ahead and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. Anthony, what do you think about this? I think that this is a good decision. Um, I mean, delays delays are expected, and this I think this game's already been delayed a few times, um, mostly due to COVID, I think. Mm. But I think the reason, yeah, for this delay is that that gameplay impression did not go over well. I I don't remember if we talked to, if you talked about it, sorry, on the episode, but Ooh, we, we watched did. that. And, yeah, Ooh, it's we it, did, boy. Oh, <laughs> I I remember watching that with you, and it, it was not. <laughs> reactions were not good it was oh this is generic and not very good Mm. and then there was a lot of the other things that came out which i don't think is going to be affected by this delay sadly which is like the always online stuff and other issues of the battle pass system and all that Mm. I i think it's good though i think this is one of those delays that is actually attempting to improve the game um because rocksteady is a studio with a pretty good track record um and i think i'm i think i said this uh, no i said it to you i said you don't want the first game you release in a decade to just come out to middling to bad reviews like rocksteady hasn't released a game in a decade if they release this and it's bad reviews medium to okay reviews and it doesn't make a lot of money rocksteady's fucking done that they will not make another game (laughs) Because, like, that that is a huge gamble to just throw everything away on. So, I think this delay is good. Mm. Hopefully, they improve the gameplay. They improve whatever else is going on behind the scenes that they need to improve. But I'm not expecting a huge shift in terms of the online stuff and the Battle Pass stuff. Who knows, maybe? It is, over, it is seven months of development, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah, well, that that's exactly right, Anthony. I mean, they did two different movies. They did one terrible one and they did one good one. So they have to get this one right. And so, as you said, they've got to take the time with it and get it right. Hmm. Yeah. Look, I don't know if I'm as hopeful as you two. Um, I love 
<laughs> love, love, love Rocksteady. The Arkham games, uh, it's one of my favourite series of all time. It is truly excellent. Some of my favourite gaming memories have been playing the Arkham games. God, I played the demo for Arkham Asylum. Must have been 20 times before I went out and bought the game. Absolutely adore the series. Um, and yeah, it's really disappointing to see that a lot of the decision-making behind this and... I don't know. I'm getting more of the feeling of a cyberpunk than... Mm. I don't know. I can't think of an example of a game that was delayed a million times and then ended up still being good. Uh, There was one. I can't remember it either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there is. Maybe Red Dead 2 was delayed a Mm. bunch of times. I don't remember. (sighs) Like, yeah. They're they're always Mm. online. I don't think they're going to be out of... The biggest complaints from what I saw from people and our, I think our biggest complaints on the show here too was the always online stuff and the the sort of looter multiplayer shooter trappings of, of live services that we see all the time these days. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think they're going to be able to remove that within no. seven months. Like, I, I, they would have to be completely reconstructing what the game is supposed to be the rumors are the reason why this has taken so long to develop was initially this was going to be a superman game and then they end up scrapping that for some reason they couldn't seem to make it work and that's why this game set in metropolis they already were sort of starting to work on metropolis and they but they pivoted to suicide squad i really want to believe this game is going to be good but yeah, I just I have no no hope whatsoever now. But I guess we'll find out in February of next year. But that's it for the news this week. It was a very brief week of news. There was not much to talk about at all. New. No. Uh, so let's go to the games coming up in the next week. We have God of Rock coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch on April 18th. Also April 18th, 18th, we have The Mage Seeker, A League of Legends Story, also coming to all platforms. Then April 18th, we have Minecraft Legends. I thought that was coming out April 19th. Maybe it's like if you pre-order or something. I don't fucking know. Anyway, that's coming to all platforms. Uh, April 18th, according to this, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores, the DLC for Horizons, coming to PlayStation 5, April 19th. Coffee Talk, Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly. Fuck me dead. It's coming to all platforms, April 20th. Hey, 420, blaze up Coffee Talk. Advance Wars, 1 plus 2, colon, Reboot Camp, is coming to Nintendo Switch, April 21st. And finally, Dead Island 2. Coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Also, April 21st. Dazza, did any of those titles stand out to you at all? Uh, Dead Island 2 does. (laughs) But I haven't seen that in a long time. That that looks like a good game. Yeah, it's it's funny you should say that. So, I've been bagging out Dead Island 2 for a long time on this show, much to the... grudgingness of our regular guest on the show Aaron right and uh it has been stuck in development hell it's been developed by four different studios at different points and it was first announced back in 2013 so it's been a 10-year <laughs> development cycle for this one. Oh god but I I have to admit Dazza that the recent stuff I've seen of it <laughs> looks pretty fun I'm very surprised like it could be shit I watched a bit of like a, like 10 minutes of gameplay 
it looked like a good time. So I'm very curious about it. I can't wait to see what happens. And we are having Aaron on the show next week. And we're either going to be giving him all the shit because we told him so about how shit Dead Island 2 was going to be. Or he's going to be laughing at us from his ivory tower enjoying Mm. his wonderful zombie video game. So I'm very curious to see what happens with that. I was just going to say it's it's a first action RPG. So it should be good. I mean, it's got zombies in it again. Oh, hey, fucking hey. I love me some dying hey. light, so yeah, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, yeah. any of those stand out to you? Uh, mainly two. Uh, so there's the Advance, the Advance Wars collection. Um, that's just a remake of some old, I think, Game Boy Advanced uh, strategy games. Um, a friend of mine is super into them and is telling me I would love them, so that's my main one. I'm like, I'll pick that up. Uh, and yeah, of course, um, Dead Island 2 as, you know, uh, the most anticipated game of the year from someone in this podcast. Um, I was going to say, maybe that'll be the one that proves that you can delay a game forever and it'll still come out good. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe. I'm sure either way, Aaron will be like, you're all fools. (laughs) (laughs) Zero out of ten. Too much colour. Mm. Oh dear! Oh, I do hope the zombies explode. In if you stay out, if you stay out of the loop long enough, you become in fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have a couple of the, the games on this list here that's that stand out to me. Now, obviously, Dead Island Two, I'm already I'm excited for just purely out of curiosity. But Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores, you best believe I've already pre-ordered that motherfucker, and I am pumped to play that on Wednesday. I've been desperate for some new stuff to play over the last few weeks on my my ps5 and i love me some horizon horizon forbidden west was amazing and it's more of that um the only thing i'm worried about is that horizon the frozen wilds the dlc they did for the previous game horizon zero dawn was bullshit difficult so this is probably going to be bullshit difficult as well and you best believe i'll be playing on the harder difficulty so i'm looking forward to it and also a little bit scared and also minecraft legends i've already downloaded and pre-installed on the pc and i'll give that a crack when it comes out on april 18th or 19th where the fuck it comes out i don't know what's happening there because it says 19th on the game pass app hang on let me double check that what's the same Bear with me. Uh, available on, yeah, April 19th. Maybe it's because, oh, 2 a.m. So in a, it must work out with the time differences that in Australia it comes out at 2 a.m. on April 19th. But yeah, so I'll be mixing my time between those two. But that'll do us for the games coming up in the next week. Let's take a brief break and then we'll jump back on in with the games that we've been playing. Dazza, you are our guest. It is traditional news to reviews for our guest to get us kicked off with impressions. What have you been playing this week, my friend? Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. Hang on, hang on. The PS2 2004 or whatever year it was release or Resident Evil 4 remake? (laughs) The remake. The remake. GameCube version. The GameCube version with the chainsaw <laughs> controller. Come on, pay attention. <laughs> I actually ended up with the game accidental because a friend of mine had Resident Evil 4 on his PlayStation 2. He didn't like it, so he handed me the game, mm. and I ended up with this game. Okay. Oh, interesting. 
Nice. So how have you, how you been enjoying the remake so far? Top notch. Can't misplace what they've done. They've done a stellar job. Um, good graphics, you know, updated controls because the other one was pretty bad. Okay. Um, not thoroughly enjoying it. Okay, excellent. So and still playing it, still playing it. I'd be playing it right now if I wasn't doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so would that be a new game plus, or have you, have you have you finished your first playthrough? Or are you still going through it? I'm up to the third. There it is. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I guess it's been out for like around a month or so now. So you've had plenty of time to get accustomed to it. Yeah. So. What what I'm is a it? Professional. <laughs> do, do you do you think this would be now that they have the remake out? Would this be the definitive way for you to experience Resident Evil Four remake? In your opinion? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know how to answer that. I think you'd still have to play the original because it's still the original. Mm. Uh, they've changed this. It's like the Deep Space. There's bits and pieces that make you feel very sentimental and you know that you're playing a recast of the new one, of the old one, but okay. it's different. And so if you got the time and put up with the mechanics, I'd still go and play the original. I, it's just... Wow, yeah. okay. I, f- I find that really interesting. So what, what changes that, that they've made that you aren't vibing with, that you prefer the original on? Not a, not a great deal. Probably just more storytelling. And it's weird because the original was 14 hours. This one's 20 hours. So there's more oh, okay. content in there. Um, although some people have complained about that, and I do validate that. Like, you could start early in the morning and finish this game probably in one day, or at least the second day. This one's a three-dayer. It certainly feels like a long... I mean, I played it over Easter, and it was a long haul to get through it. Mm. Um, but... The Catholic priest, for instance, when you killed the Catholic priest, um, his eye would drop out. And that eye was required to open a door and then there'd be more to go, you know, venture. That's not in the new one. Um, It's a small, small nitpick. um, But, you know, they've obviously... It's very Japanese. They've kind of like said, oh, well, let's get this more confined and better and they've done that like the village you've played the village with the chainsaw at the beginning it's very tight uh, where the original was more spacious it was bigger it felt okay um, not always a good thing but it allowed some people some people would say they preferred the space some people me on the other hand I don't mind it I don't find it a problem I still think the village was well done but just some of the, st- just little bits of the story just missing from the original. Where I mean, all that happens is with the, the priest, as I said, getting back to that, is his eyes, his eye drops out, and it, then it's just a monetary value. Yeah. It's it's, it's ten thousand or twelve thousand dollars you make, and it's money, um, which is just a bit weird. Yeah, I, I find that interesting because if you know, with a remake, I think if something is removed. They've got to justify that somehow. They've got they've got to make the remake better in such a way that you're not going to care about that. Um, but well, I, that being said, that yeah, they did. Or maybe they their did. intention I mean, was to develop this so that it would sort of stand out from the remake from the original, rather than replacing it. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it seems like a yeah. A, yeah it seems it seems a bit weird to me. They'd want to ch- change things like that. That's a small thing. I mean, you know, I mean, it took me a while to find it. Is it just me? And then I looked on the internet, and some people make a big deal about it. And it's it, it that's right. You shouldn't be making a big deal about that because in the game, when you're near the big swamp or the big lake. There's more in there that the original had. There's more okay. continuity. The map seems to gel up a bit more. It makes more sense now where, you know, uh, where the other one was disjointed. It was behind locked doors or big locked gates and you didn't know how the map worked. This one, you get a tighter feeling with the map. Very much like Village. Okay, interesting. Now, you, you mentioned before that it's gone from 14 hours to 20 hours and that's been a bit of a complaint from some players now you know if you're enjoying a game hearing that you're going to get an extra six hours of it is generally a, an awesome thing unless that is just padding and stuff to make the game longer without oh, actually no, adding padding. extra value does this feel like padding here or have they given stuff that you no, actually enjoy playing it's not padding look it's it's okay. a weird thing it's 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 nitpicking that's what it, it feels like i've been nitpicking and I'm not justifying it. Look, the game is just as good as the original. It's okay. just different. It's And kudos to them. They've at least gone to the perspective of going, we're not going to make it exactly like the original. We're going to do our own. And they've done their own. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's been kind of the mission statement of the remakes remakes from two onwards because yeah. one, is, one is almost just a facelift of the original game with better controls. From what I've heard of 2, 3, and now 4, it's that they are different game experiences from the originals. Arguably better, that's really a preference thing. But they're not meant to be exactly the same game in 4K 60fps. They are meant to be new gaming experiences. And that's, I'm assuming, the same for 4, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ashley's not such a pain in the ass in this one. (laughs) And I mean that in the... In the perspective that Ashley would be screaming out and all that, yeah. and it, it was very hard to protect her. And Mate, I, I've one, never even played Resident Evil 4 to the point where you do meet Ashley, and I am still aware just through the magic mm-hmm. of the internet that everyone fucking hates Ashley in Resident Evil I, 4. I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like she was the person who was like, man, fuck, um, what are they called? Um, where, where you just have to... Escort bring someone missions. along. Yeah. Escort, thank yeah. you. Yeah, people, that's what I think, she is the reason people are like, fuck escort missions. Yes. These things fucking suck. <laughs> yes. they, they, they brought in stealth techniques in this game, which I like, mm. you know, so you creep up behind them and that's a welcome thing because that kind of reminds me of Far Cry 4. Mm. Uh, I like that. The combat is perfect. I mean, there's just like, you, you could do the big roundhouse kicks and things <laughs> like that. And so you, I enjoyed yeah. that. You mentioned before that you you like the gameplay changes. You just you just mentioned the stealth there. Like, how else have they improved on things from the original? Uh, the merchant's back. Um, hey, hey, hey! What um, are you buying? What are you buying? That's what right, are you boy. <laughs> He's not absolute. I give him ninety out of a hundred. He's close, but he's not all there from the original. Okay. I mean, the original was just. Just that's my childish memories. I mean, I just like the original. He just had, he just sounded a lot older. I think the guy did a very good job. In fact, I think all the voice actors did a very good job, including yeah. um, Liddy Gow from who did Ada Wong. Mm. Uh, I think she she copped some criticism 
which is probably not the right thing to do. They went after her own personal social media account, yeah. which wasn't the right thing to do. If you've got a problem Gross. with the game, go to Capcom, not the individual. That's just not yeah. on. Yeah, that's, that's um, gross, yeah. But look, the, the guy that played Krauser was spot on. That was uh, mm. Mike Kovic. And then, there was, uh, and then they had uh, Luis Siria Navarro. Ooh. Oh, my God. That guy was spot on. That guy was so good. They give Lewis more, more. You know, he talks more, and it's it, it adds more to the story. Like he's he's funnier. It's just it it mm. really adds. Um, that's played by Andre Penne. Yes, perfect. That guy was perfect. I could not like flawless. Um, and the rest of the voice actors did a very good job. Very impressive. Um, just and and some of the boss fights were just like full on. Um. But look, it's coming out on the internet. You know, you watch how to do the boss fights. That's what the YouTube's all about. You know, you do this, you do that. You can work it out. Um, how to get infinite weapons. So I've already worked out how to get my infinite rocket launcher, which is exactly what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they've added charms into this one too. So the charms mm. are very interesting. You can get charms attached to your ta- attache case. And what you could do is you can, um, you can actually go and get... You could buy some charms by doing some trading with the merchant, or you could go into the gallery and start doing the shooting conquest or the shooting gallery and try and earn some some coinage and then try and get these charms. One of the charms gives you like 20% off the rocket launcher, which is what you want because the rocket launcher costs about $2 million for unlimited. Highly recommend it. But if you get the 20% charm, it works out to Ooh. 1.6 or okay, something like okay. that. Or 1.4. You mentioned you could buy those off the merchant now you said you could earn it with yes. coins but when you say you could buy that off the merchant does that mean you can use real world money to buy these charms from the merchant as well so i heard they have put microtransactions into resi 4 remake uh no not real money it's just the money inside the game okay good um, yeah. yeah so uh it would normally cost you two million for the rocket launcher unlimited but if you get the uh the charm it, i think it's 1.4 nice. so nice, nice. Pretty- yeah, that's nice, and uh, then it just adds a whole new spin to the game. You're just blowing everybody up that can't you can't stand. Um, and they brought back they brought back the regenerator. Oh my god, I hate that creature. <laughs> oh, okay. Do do you like the? Do, do you think they've improved on the other than the stealth? Do you think they've improved on the gameplay, like the gunplay and and combat and whatnot? Yeah, whoever did the sounds to the game, because on the PlayStation 5 control, uh, you could hear the gun sound right out of the speaker on the gun okay. right, right in front of you. You know, it, there's someone sat down with that. And I was watching on YouTube, there's a guy, I think Jonathan or someone like that, who's talking about the guns in PlayStation 5 and how they're very close to the real, real weapons. They've, uh, they've updated this one. So I think, uh, there were certain guns that came out in the 90s. They've been they've reintroduced to this game. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's very uh, cool. I'm, I'm going to ask what is going to sound like a weird question, but I feel it's one that we haven't really addressed. Yeah. Is the game still goofy or is it taking itself too seriously? I have to know. Oh, no, the game's goofy. I okay, mean, good. And, good, and, and good. In, a, in, a good, in a good way. I'm glad you said that because it's reminded me of something. Oh, yeah, like, it's you camp. Know, it's fun. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, he's like saying after everyone leaves the village, he says, where's everyone gone? Mm. Bingo. Uh, but apparently, right, if you have the chainsaw guy after you, 
take your sniper rifle and shoot at the um the church bell. It ends it quickly. Yes. <gasps> oh, gotta was... like Japanese game design. That's amazing. Fucking yeah, love I, that. I, I... That's amazing. That's that's really thinking out of the box. I remember watching one of the trailers with Zach, and something insane happened. He's like, "Is that in the game?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." These games are nuts. <laughs> These games just get crazy sometimes for no reason. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. evil. They're, sometimes they're just like, here's some goofy shit. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like Resi 4 Remake was everything you wanted it to be, Dazza. I'm, I'm happy for you. Do you, you've, you've finished it multiple times at this point. Do you have a review <laughs> score for Resi 4 Remake? Oh, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Oh! Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, that's awesome. Hey, 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 if anyone else doesn't give it that, then yeah, fuck yeah, them. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I mean, this game's mm. come out and it's almost like it's hit the wall, and it's like said, "Go and make a game like that." That's a yeah. good game. Look, twenty uh, hours, man. Twenty hours. You go and buy the game, and it gives you twenty hours. That's really good. Mm. Look, uh, after playing the demo, I I don't think. Resi, and after playing through the entirety of Resident Evil Village, I don't think the Resident Evil games are particularly for me, but I think this one, it sounds like a pretty fun time, and when it when it gets on a, a sale, I might look into it, or if it comes to Game Pass, I, I don't fucking know, I'm, I might check it out, mm. but personally, uh, I don't know, I just, I don't vibe with the combat, unlike the next game I'm going to talk about now, Dazza. <laughs> When you were on the show last time, you talked about a little old game, and I think you mentioned it before, except you called it Deep Space. I <laughs> oh, did I now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you played and talked about last time you were on the show, Dead Space, yes. also a remake from a beloved game from the noughties. I think the original Dead Space was like yes. 2008 or yes. 2009. Yes, it was. Yes. Oh, my. I, I did mention on the show that I was playing it. I was playing it on stream. Uh, after I, I saw I that, stopped, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, after I stopped streaming, though, I, I didn't pick it up for a while. But then finally, last uh, last week, I was mm. like, "I've got to finish this thing. I'm loving this game. <laughs> what am I waiting for?" And I jumped back into it, put some headphones on. Oh my god, Dead Space is just—it's just a survival horror gamer's pure ecstasy. It is so good. The combat feels amazing. Like you're still terrified of this these horrifying necromorphs. They they are disgusting mm. and and scare yes. the shit yes. out of you. But the combat that you can use against them is so fucking satisfying. Like being able to <laughs> cut off limbs and and throw their own limbs and throw them back at them and impale them to walls. It it just never stops being a, a joyful act. I fucking love it so much. <laughs> Um, I, I will say after completing Dead Space Remake, my my issues with it are so minor. It's it's got a little bit of um the uh, the initial Mario problem that your your princess is in another castle, and I would say this was a little bit of an issue in God of War twenty eighteen, where like you know the the goalpost just kind of gets moved a little bit, and it feels like they're just trying to elongate the game. In Dead Space, mm. there's a lot of 
oh, you need to go get this item or turn this machine on in order to move this shuttle and then you can continue with the story. But then, oh, now that you've gone to get that item, it's made this malfunction and now you got to go do the... There was a lot of that Mm. going on. And there were certain times where it felt like, okay, they're just sort of giving us something to do until you get to the next plot point. And, like, Mm. in saying that, the story isn't amazing. Like, it's good. It's serviceable. It's a fun and creepy and horrific sci-fi horror story. It's got all those elements, but it's not going to be showing you anything new. It's very tropey. The twist at the end I saw coming from a mile away... Uh, but, but yeah, fantastic game. I, I, it was a pleasure from start to end and I would recommend it to anybody. Put some headphones on, turn the lights down, shit your pants. You'll love it. Uh, I I will give Dead Space Remake. I played this one on PlayStation 5 as well, just to mention. I'll give it mm, 12 Necromorph appendages out of 13 Isaacs. I really fucking Mm. love this game. As I mentioned, if you're into survival horror, if you like your Resident Evil and stuff like that, Dead Space Remake is a no-brainer. It is a pure joy and pleasure to play through and shit your pants. So good. I need, I need to hurry up and play that game that you borrowed. Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. I, I have finished it and got so much joy out of it and didn't have to pay a cent. Thank you very yep. much, Anthony. <laughs> what I'm here for. It's all I do. It's a good game. It's it is, game. yeah. Oh, fucking great game. Get amongst it, everybody. Now, Anthony, you've been getting amongst something that's gaming-related. Yes. Hey. Uh, vaguely, yes. No, vaguely. Ve- very implicitly, actually. <laughs> so, yes, I don't have any impressions on any games. All I've been playing is Elden Ring for the last week or two. Uh, what I did see was the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, ooh, boy. And awesome. it was good. It was a fun time. Um, <laughs> Definitely not like a deep or game-breaking film, haha. It, it, it's it is a pretty standard kids movie. Okay. Um. So like, not don't expect like you know a Pixar like some of Pixar or DreamWorks best work kind of level depth from these characters. Y- you saying it I'm not gonna just... have I'm not gonna cry myself to sleep and have an existential crisis when I go see Super Mario Brothers movie? You will just on the way that you expect. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it's it's just a very like fun, funny, enjoyable movie. Very impressive visually, which coming from Illumination, who I don't think they've made a film that I've ever looked at and said, "Yeah, that's the best that we can do as an animation." In this movie, I think I turned to my wife at one point and just said, yeah. "That water looks fucking good." <laughs> <laughs> like just in the middle of the movie it's like unrelated it's like unrelated that water looks really fucking good like that is impressive looking water and that's just the water there's the textures are really great on like all the animation they're doing a lot of fun things with the visuals where you know it's an it's the mushroom kingdom there's mushrooms everywhere and the way the bricks looks is kind of like how they look in the games so there's a lot of fun things like that there's a billion references um so if you're a mario fan 
you will be playing spot the reference the entire film. Uh, in a good way. I, they're not, like, doing that annoying thing where they're just shoving the references in your face. It's more like, there's a cheap cheap in the background. There's a... Like, this ki- there's a special kind of Cooper in the background. But they're not, like, in the front of your face. Like, do you know this reference? Do you get it? So it's it's enjoyable because it's actually a movie on its own. It's not just a constant reference fest the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> How did you find the actors? Uh, you've got Chris Pratt, okay, and, you've, and you yes. have also Anya Taylor Joy, Anya yes. Taylor Joy, obviously being the wonderful female actor from the uh, Queen's Gambit. So. She, he's so it's cool. Weird to say, it, it, he, mm. he is so cool. Chris San, <laughs> I, I will say this: he is the. I don't know who was in charge of the trailer edits. They used yeah. all the B roll because <laughs> Chris sounds. Not amazing, but he sounds yeah. infinitely better in the movie than he does in the trailers. He's like, the, oh, wow. oh, let's go. Whoa. Oh, because he, he cop criticism for that. Didn't oh, he? yeah. And he's, there yeah. are, there are yeah. still some lines in the movie where I'm like, okay, that's just how he sounds. But he actually has an accent that he does consistently throughout the movie. They're meant to be from Brooklyn, so they're not doing the, oh, let's go. Yahoo. He's more like, hey, Mario, I'm walking here. Kind of, yeah. He's like, hey, don't talk to my brother Luigi like that. Hey. <laughs> like that. It's That's what you expect. And that's about what he gives. It's nothing amazing. You're not going to be like, oh, when he said let's go, I felt that. <laughs> I wonder if they pulled like a stealth Sonic here and when there was fan backlash, they decided to get him to re-record a bunch of his lines or something. I don't yeah. think so. Only because there was this, not leaked, but there was this, um, like, one-minute scene they showed from the movie, like, ten months ago. And the dialogue and the dubbing, as far as I could tell, was exactly the same. Okay. So I think it was literally just whoever was in charge of the trailer was just like, alright, I'm gonna use this, and, uh, yeah, that sounds fine, send it out. Yeah. They um, also had, uh, Jack Black in there, too. And they? he steals the fucking show, he's the best part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gotta love Jack like, Black. Like, un- undeniably... He disappears into Bowser, and Bowser is maybe my favorite character in the whole thing. Yeah. He's yeah. so fun. He's so funny. They tell a lot of... Like, the joke that they tell with him is exactly the joke that they should be telling with him. They don't, like, yes. do, like, other weird jokes. Like, this is exactly the joke you need to do with Bowser in this context. Um, every other actor's really good, I think. I think they play their parts well. Anya Taylor-Joy does a good job, but the movie gives her nothing to work with, because... Peach is just, I'm strong sure. and stand firm, and that is my character. It's like, but okay. you, you've, you've got Seth Rogen in there too. He's weird because it's just <laughs> oh, I Seth know that. Rogen. It's <laughs> yeah. just Seth Rogen. He's not doing a voice. He's just been like, the entire time. But it works. I think it works for Donkey Kong. I think like that, act- that voice kind of works um, for Donkey Kong. Charlie Day was a was a match made in heaven as well. That was like, yeah, of course, he's Luigi. No one else, no one else. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got plenty of time for Charlie Day because you, know, oh, you know he he's so he's so good in this. Like it's it's almost pitch perfect. It's like God, that works. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's I, I like Charlie Day, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. So you know, I've always got a soft spot for him. Oh, a lot of, 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, love Not this. Bad. It's always sunny. It's such a good show. Now, yeah, something right. we like to do here at News to Reviews is leave review scores on video games mm. that we've played and mm. perhaps even video game movies that we've witnessed. Anthony, you've got a review score for the Super Mario Brothers movie? I will give it um, 50 Coopers. Out of um, 80 Goombas. <laughs> if you don't know what that's a reference to. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, like, without even seeing I, the movie, that, that that is already what I would expect it to be. If that makes uh, sense. Like, I was expecting it, it to be a 7 out of 10. 6.5 yeah, to 7 it's, out of it's 10. It's fine. Yep. It's fun. Don't go expecting a deep plot, but it's a fun kids movie with very good animation and some really oh, funny and enjoyable performances. Love it. Now, regular listeners to News to Reviews would be very familiar with the one and only Sammy Deej from The Inconsolables. If you listen to any of our bonus episodes, here's the very talented human behind the intro music for that. He designed our bloody podcasting logo thing all our social media extremely talented i want to start off these impressions with sammy deej you can shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) because i have now played hi-fi rush yes just like what i promised on that totally normal episode two weeks ago I have played Hi-Fi Rush, but I've changed my mind on Code Vein because why the fuck would I ever play Code Vein? It's anime Dark Souls. No, it's mm. not going to happen. Okay, that's what I, that's what I'm here for. It's okay. it's okay, but that's made by that's made by Tango Games. It is absolutely made by Tango Gameworks, the ones behind the Evil Within, which is basically Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, and which is the Resident Evil, the original developer, yeah. We're all coming full circle here. It's all cut Full circle. Fucking Dead Space Resident <laughs> Evil shit today. That's right. I've got to hear what this game is like. <laughs> now, I, I am very disappointed to say that Hi-Fi Rush is possibly one of the worst titles I've played so far this year. Perhaps the worst game I've ever played of all time. No, I'm just joking, Sammy. I am loving Hi-Fi Rush. Now, I picked this up on Game Pass. I'm playing it on my potato of a PC, and it's running it actually quite well. It's not at a steady 60, but it's at a steady frame rate, but I reckon it's probably sitting closer to like 45 frames it, do- it definitely doesn't feel mm, like a solid yeah. 60 but oh my god i love a video game where they figure out the tone they want to go for and they just fucking nail it and that yeah. is definitely hi-fi rush like the story's nonsense the way it starts off is your character is going to get their arm replaced it's in a sling so we as- you assume they've got a bung arm whatever They're going to get their arm replaced with... It's a sci-fi future. They're going to get it replaced with a mechanical arm. And they drop their iPod. (laughs) And it lands on their chest. And it it integrates with their arm. And they are a defect. Which sets off the big corporation coming after you. 
And that is the whole setup for the game. You basically have corporation uh-huh. coming after you. You're trying to take down all these big bosses to stop them from coming after you. But the, the big hook of this game is that it is a rhythm game, a rhythm combat game. You're doing third third person melee combat, which I fucking adore. I love my Arkham. Mm. I love my Spider-Man, all that stuff. But it is all to the beat of the music and the world moves to the beat of the music. You'll see in the mm-hmm. background, there'll be shipping containers that's moving to the beat. There'll be like just little little things throughout every single level, which will signify to you, the player, where the beat is. You can even press a button on the controller and that will bring up what the constant beat is happening at that moment. And oh my God, I love it so much. It's to the point where like it just gets so ingrained in your brain. You really start to feel the beat in the world when you're using the combat of the character. And when you land a perfect combo and you land it to the beat and it pulls off the extra amount of attack, it feels so fucking satisfying. Uh, mm. and, and it's it's super easy to pull off as well. Like, I, I haven't had any issues doing that. There's been a couple of, like, little mini games where I feel like maybe there's the little sort of tad of latency. I feel like I've got to sort of hit the button maybe the... Tw- tiniest little bit before what i would like to but i i I think that's just purely a matter of me playing on a wireless controller there's probably going to be the tiniest bit but it it is incredibly forgiving i i I am loving hi-fi rush i i think i i played the first like level or two and i walked out of my room and i'm just walked past you, Anthony, and said, Hi-Fi Rush is fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I proceeded to do that another three or four times at least. Just yep. I, every time I'd walk past, Hi-Fi Rush is fucking cool. It is yeah. so cool. The, the story is nonsense, but the tone yeah. is we just want to have fun and play this cool rhythm-based yeah. action melee game. And they nail the tone. I love all the characters. They're just having so much fun with each other. They know it's nonsense. They know it doesn't need to make sense. It's just making it this fun, cool rock adventure. And it's amazing. I I, I really love Hi-Fi Rush. I get what the fuss is all about. I have only two questions. Mm -hmm. So the first question is, you mentioned you were having a bit of lag. Um, do you think maybe that's an issue potentially with the latency as well? Probably not helping things, honestly. Who knows? Look, as I mentioned, I don't know if it's just because I'm using a wireless mm. controller. For the most part, it hasn't been an issue. I found it pretty easy to pull off uh, uh, finishing these combos. But even if you couldn't get that timing right for finishing off those combos, I think you'd still have fun with the combat anyway. It does a really mm. good job of keeping you on the beat. Um, or the attacks will land on the beat even if you're not hitting on the beat. It's just finishing the combos, you have to land on the beat and that ah. will make the attack hit a bit harder. It's only been an issue sometimes with the little... There's, there's little mini games. So, like, to unlock a door, you've got to make sure you get your timing right. And, God, I'm not yeah. used to using an Xbox controller and they, they're showing <laughs> all the different face buttons for it and I'm struggling to get through that so it could be a bit of that like a bit of hesitation because of that remembering oh where's x where's y where's a yeah so for for the most part i think they handle latency and keeping on the beat very very well it's very forgiving and i think even if you don't have rhythm if you can't keep a beat you'd still have a lot of fun 
with hi-fi okay, rush. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then my second question is just whenever like weird like either an anime or like a fighting game reference happens, do you have any fucking idea what's going on? Yeah, no, Cuz I know there's a bunch. I know there's a bunch. <laughs> look, the, the, the yeah. I, I if there is any references, yeah, they're beyond me, but the tone nails yeah. it every time and everything makes sense in the context of the story. So Mate, okay, yeah, I'm, cool. I'm sure if nice. you're into fighting games and anime, you probably get a lot more out of it. And it's funny, too, because I'm not a big fan of anime, but I'm digging the tone and the story of, of this one, even though it is pure nonsense. Uh, some of the things I've got to shout out, like, <laughs> they do such a good job of making you feel the beat in the game. And I, I completely disagree with Lockie in that he, he felt he wanted to stick with the rhythm of the melody rather than just following the beat. I w- once you get used to following that beat, it feels so so natural to the point where the game will make your your character run to the beat, and you cannot yes. get it off the beat. Like I tried so hard to start running <laughs> and and do it without the beat, but they just figured out a way that just instantly your character lands on the beat, and it's really really nice. fucking cool. Uh, Issues with the game is I do find that some of the tracks can start to get a little bit same, same. So the mm. original tracks, they're very simple. It's usually just guitar, drums, bass, and like maybe a little bit of vocals every now and again. When they did the license tracks, I definitely enjoyed that a lot more. It seemed like there was a lot more going on. Like I, I think okay. the, the biggest difference with their original tracks, where I've gotten to so far, I'm only up to like chapter five, I think, uh, mm. was they added some bongos in there, which sounded cool, but it's not, it just sounds like guitar riffs, almost like just people jamming in a garage. Um, mm. they're, they're fun and catchy songs, but the levels go for, they've taken me about 45 minutes each to get through. By the time mm. you get to the end of the level, it does start to sound very same, same. Um, but okay. very, very minor criticism there. I, I'm still just enjoying the feel of it and the music and the tone. The music fits with the tone perfectly. It's all like fun rock stuff. Uh, very, very, very cool game. And it's so weird that this okay. came from the developers of The Evil Within, not to mention Ghostwire Tokyo, which came out last year. I yeah, fucking it's, yeah. It. it's um, Shinji Mikami. Shinji yep. Mikami. And that's the guy. That's the guy Absolute. that did. Resi- that's the guy that <laughs> yeah. did Resident Evil. That's the guy that did Evil Within. He's leaving now, which is sad. Um, yeah. I, if, if him leaving meant that we got Hi-Fi Rush, see you the fuck later, bro. Because this is the shit. I hated Ghostwire Tokyo. Not a fan of that game. This I am a it's fan had its of. Flaws. <laughs> but I like. I mean, I obviously love Resident Evil. And, and I like some of the other games, you know, Ghost With It, you know. But, yeah, Shinch Makami was pretty good. Pretty good. Hey. I mean, I did hear him say a comment about Resident Evil. He said, well, it, at least they'll elaborate on a story that took me three weeks to write. Hey, <laughs> look, look fa- fair enough, he's great, but so was Yuji Naka, I would say. And then I played Balan yeah. Wonderland. So, you know, maybe these legacy ones need to make way for <laughs> Some of the new- look. Oh yeah, I, oh, I yeah. really like Hi-Fi Rush. I think my biggest criticisms will be like what I mentioned before, with some of the tracks being a little bit same, same. Uh, I said it on a high note. 
the the level design is very very basic it feels very ps3 i'm not very very encouraged to explore the most you'll get is just find a few little extra gears which is your currency for the game if you go like off the slightest of beaten paths but there's nothing interesting or really fun to discover by deviating from the main way that you get through the title um that would be the only criticism like it like but just the tone's amazing it's a lot of fun and i can't wait to get into the rest of it um yeah hi-fi rush big recommend i will leave a review score when i finish the game did either of you have any questions about hi-fi rush or have i sort of covered it off enough no, I, I just want to pick it up soon and start playing, yeah, honestly. same here. Yes. I want to play it. Would definitely recommend, but that'll do us for news to reviews for another week. It was a lot of fun, that episode. I think I'm glad I hit the gins because it kept me going while I feel like absolute <laughs> trash. And it's been a really, really fun episode. And that is obviously thanks to... Our wonderful guest, Dazza. Dazza, thank you so much for joining us for this one. Oh, it was easy. I mean, Anthony was easier in the eyes than Zach, so I'm happy. Than <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? You mean Lockie? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Lockie. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, he, he means me too. Oh, my God. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you, Dazza? No, Dazza- Anthony's, already sent- Anthony's already sent me a- an invite for the next podcast. <laughs> 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 no, thanks so much, Dazza. Uh, I had to get you time. on to talk about Resident Evil 4. I know how much of a big fan you are of that title, and it was a lot of fun to get your opinion on it. Thanks so much for joining right, My pleasure, mate. I, I, I do my best not to offend the other fans. I, I, you know, it's, but it's a game that's close to my heart, so I like the game a lot. Oh, yes. Bloody love it. And Anthony, of course, it's always to get you on. Thank you so much for filling in for Lockie. I don't know what I'd do without you. You have a wonderful wonderful podcast called What Do You Think About This? Please tell people where they can find it. Yeah. Yep, so you can find us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever your good podcasts are found. And you can also give us... Let me just pull it up because I actually remembered to find it this time. <laughs> uh, you can find us over on Twitter at WDYTATPod where we'll be posting updates on... Sorry, where I'll be posting updates on any episodes of the podcast that are released, or if I'm appearing on a podcast like uh, this one, I'll probably retweet... No, I will retweet uh, my appearance on this one so that you know where I'm appearing and what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Now, if that was too much for you to remember, it doesn't matter because all of Anthony's links will be in the description of the podcast down below on whatever fucking app you're looking at and all of news reviews links will be there you want to find us on all the socials will be on all of those but if you love what do you think about this or you love news to reviews or you love any podcast please leave them a rating or review wherever you happen to be listening to that podcast that's the best way you can help them get in the ears of more peeps and it costs you nothing takes a few seconds You'll make some people's motherfucking days. I guarantee it. Anthony, put you on the spot here once again. You want to take up Lockie's words of wisdom? Yeah, I think the real wisdom we've learned from this episode is 
uh, don't call your kid monster or you will be hunted down and killed by the Coca-Cola company. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone out there, please don't name your child monster. Take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Plus, you look like a boss when you stand at a podium. Everything you say has more gravitas. Yes. It's like that man oh, has a is. block of wood in front of him. He knows what he's on about. And he has a southern drawl. That's right. He may not be a big... You sealer. can't handle the truth. <laughs> now, I may be a small town lawyer. No one would ever go to church ever again if they didn't have podiums to stand by. That's that's well, what... yeah because then you'd see the little boy under the uh, oh. 